I went to the P.O. box. Anything good? Bills. Did you get the cat food? Oh, ramen? Everybody loves ramen. Speaking of ramen, where's the girl? Sleeping. Again? Doesn't she have homework? It's Friday. Oh, yes. It's date, date night. night. Hi, I'm Taya. Hi, uh, Taya. Hi, hi. Uh, I've been an extrovert for 56 years. Oh, that's nice. Mm, yeah. I'm Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Uh, I, I'm an introvert. How many years? A certain number. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's okay. You don't, you don't need Did to... Did you hear me? I just said I'm an introvert. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when I first met you, I didn't know, first of all, that you are an introvert. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't know what an introvert was. Neither did I. I just thought I was shy. Hmm. Which is weird. Sure. Because there's some situations in which I'm very outgoing, such as on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah. Like, who would know that you're an introvert? Now, um, in Japan, Mm -hmm. hazukashi means um, shy. Mm. Hazukashi garia is like um, someone who is... It tends to be shy or mm. someone who's overcome with shyness. Mm. It's kind of a, it's not seen as being a detriment. Mm. In fact, if anything, in some respects, it's considered uh, an asset, mm. partly because you're not supposed to medatsu, which means to show off or be bo- uh, be too bold in, mm. in Japan. It's actually when you're, when you stand out, mm-hmm from the crowd, it's a detriment to your involvement in either your circle or your community or your friends. Mm. So being quiet and unassuming Mm -hmm. uh, is a good trait. Right. Which was not my experience here in the States. Mm. Because as I think has been talked about now more so than when I was growing up is, is that here in the States, it's very valued to be very loud, kind of almost in your face. I mean, at least I perceive it to be in your face, and maybe not everybody does, but it's it's like this sort of, look at me, like everybody's a peacock, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Although, not, not truly. Right now, in this particular day and age, in 2019, everybody is in fact a unicorn, apparently. What? Everybody's a unicorn right now. That's... You are a very special unicorn, Taya. Oh, okay. I see. And I, see. I everyone is special. Everybody is oh my a unicorn. God. Wow. But that's kind of what it is. Like it's it's like mm. this. Look at me. Look at what I can do all the time. And you never understood that for the longest time. Well, I, I didn't understand it for two reasons. One, because we didn't really talk about that kind of thing at the time. But no. also, also because. The way in Japan we see mm-hmm. extrovert, introvert is different from the way apparently Americans do. Mm-hmm. When I came to the States, or back to the States when I was 19, all all I could operate on was the, the assumption that who I was mm-hmm. as a natural extrovert mm-hmm. presenting as an introvert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, because people often thought that I was very shy. But in fact, I'm not shy at all. 
Right. So you had the opposite problem I had. I was an introvert growing up in an extroverted culture and you were an extrovert, extrovert growing, growing up. up in an introverted culture. That's right. Oh my goodness. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I had to very quickly adapt to being an extrovert in the United States. Now, remember from, mm. from my one-man show, right. uh, the phrase social integration over compensation. Right. Was... Which is a great phrase. I love <laughs> that because it's so true. It's very, very true. It, it, the, 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 the theory behind social integration over compensation is that you, you work overtime to adapt to what is considered a normal outgoing cultural, these cultural nuances uh, that are not you, so you do more than what's expected. Mm-hmm. So, for example, instead of getting out of your car and pumping gas, you get out of your car, grab your crotch, uh-huh. pump gas, and yell something at the person next to you. Huh, okay. Like, see, hey, but- what about the game last uh-huh. night? I see, even though you didn't watch the game. Because I don't know what the games right. are. Exactly, exactly. Now, by the time I met you was, what, like five years after you moved back to the States? Yes. And so, and what by was that, I like then? Well, you had you wore gray all the time. Why did I wear gray? <laughs> well, now we know you don't actually see color very well, so that might have actually been part of <laughs> it. it. Probably did. But but at that point, you had taken to tickling people like out of the blue. Yeah, it's a fish. And oh no, <laughs> no, it's not. I think I was tickling people. Well, especially you, or mostly because... me. Yes, yeah. I, that was so courting. You know, like some some animals have like the <coughs> the big the big <coughs> fan <coughs> of feathers, <coughs> and Taya had tickling. <coughs> <coughs> Taya had tickling. He used to stand on my hands to impress you. Oh, I know. I, I know. know. I had a six pack back then. Yeah. Can uh, Can you stand on your hands now? For I me? cannot. Oh. I will try. I might be in a little bit of pain tomorrow. Oh. But I'll do that for you. Okay. Yeah. It'll cause me reflux. Oh, no. Oh, gee. Wow. Uh, well, that's okay. That's what Netflix is this for. This is date night. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> so, 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 you, you, so I, I... From what I remember now, I uh, had a difficult time kissing you in public. Oh, right. PDAs. Oh, you were like so... There is no public uh, affection in in Japan. You don't... You might hold hands, Uh but you certainly don't really kiss in public. You might have a little choo, you know, and that's kind of cute. Choo? Is that like a sneeze? No, choo choo is like... um, when you like kiss someone lightly on the oh, cheek. Oh, peck on the cheek? Yeah, peck. Wait, peck. what is that again? Chew. 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 I know another Japanese hey. word. I just learned another Japanese word. Chew. Uh, so you might, you might do, but that's about it. And so showing affection, remember the social integration over conversation part. Mm-hmm. What people would assume is, hey, hey, grab her ass, you know, or but you did not g- give her a big kiss. You, you know? did not. That is not. I could not do that. No, that was a barrier you could not cross. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler in the movie. Oh, 
anger management. Anger management. Remember, oh. he's really shy. Like yeah. he can't. Well, he's he got that internalized fiance. anger going on. He's like, I'm not angry, but inside he's like... Yeah, but he also thing. can't... In the opening scene, he can't kiss his fiance. Right, right, yeah. You know, in public at the airport yeah. because, you know... Yeah. Oh, that... You know you're leading up to the story, though. Well, yes. Oh, dear. But, wait, hold on. So, now, on the opposite end, mm-hmm. it's you. Right. That you are actually the shy one. <laughs> yes. Now, in reflection, when you wanted me to kiss you in public or hold huh? your hand or... You were like, oh, my God. Yeah. So Everybody's you... looking. I'm like, nobody is looking. Everybody else is kissing someone else. They're not looking. Right. So <laughs> how does that work? If you're the shy one... Oh, sorry. If you're the introvert... Right. But see, that's unrelated because it's also, as we know, related to whatever culture you're in. Mm. So it's like I would not be the person who would be like on a bench in a park making out with somebody but like kissing in public in the united states is not a big deal like it's not something that you know that is even worthy of introvert versus extrovert kind of comment right, like right, it's right. just a right a non-issue huh yeah but mm-hmm you want me to tell the story, don't you? Well, you know, you're going to tell it anyway. Well, you were leading me on. Oh, of to course, tell the story. I always lead you Date on. Date nighters, there is a story That's how we here. got married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh-huh. flash forward five, <laughs> five years, and we're getting married, and it comes to that point in the service. Mm. <laughs> The so, wedding day. The wedding day comes to that point in the service where one would ordinarily kiss the bride. So I'm standing there waiting and and Taya's just like completely I was enjoying the audience. I know you were looking out at the yeah, at like, the hey, crowd. Hey guys. So I'm not sure what to do at that point because I'm kinda hanging out to dry. And so I, I pucker my lips and I go Choo, 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 choo. Yeah, well, except I didn't know that word then. <clears throat> and you and you said, or like whispered, do you remember what you, what you whispered? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> what, are you doing? what are you doing? Now, I must say, we'd had the ceremony, but we had not yet signed the papers. Well, so, you know, appa- I presented I myself as pretty, like, pretty much an idiot. I mean, you probably should have just said no. <laughs> I should have just like, walk- like I had yeah, my opportunity wow, to if you can't walk figure away. this one out, woo! <laughs> like, what do you mean? What am I <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> We're getting married. Doi! Um, so, white dress. Yeah, you're wearing a suit you never do. <laughs> People out in the no, you didn't wear a suit. You wore that nice um, barong tagalog, yeah. which is a Filipino uh, traditional yeah. uh, shirt made out of mm-hmm. um, these. Was it banana, banana fibers? Banana yeah. leaf fibers. Yeah, that's a nice shirt. Yeah, and black you had pants. these tailored black pants mm-hmm. that your dad sent off. Shut off for... my butt. Oh, I know, I know. Those pants <laughs> look really good on you. <laughs> But your dad sent them off. He just had your measurements, and he sent them off to someone in the Philippines. Yeah, his his friend to who's make a the tailor. Whole outfit, yep. And it w- mm-hmm. it fit you perfectly. Of course, yeah, that's right. Because I am part Filipino. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it was yeah, it was perfect. Yes, it was. But I eventually nice did kiss pants. you. Nice pants. 
That's what saved you, you know. K- k- kissing you? No. The pants? Your your butt in the pants. Wow, yeah. that saved the marriage. Yep, pretty much. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, I still have those pants. Do they still fit? Well, they probably still do. I I'd like to see that. Because they might. Go <laughs> Really? You still have those pants? I didn't, yes, I, I think I do. Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. yep. I mean, there were also well, really they're nice actually at your, mo- yeah, at your mom's house. Oh. Oh, She's dear. wearing the pants now. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! I'm not sure if her butt would look quite the same in your. So pants. let's get back to introvert. Oh, yeah. extrovert. Right. So, I'm sorry. Oh, we digress all the time. Well, that's okay. That it's, it's, it's what we do. We always right. die. I it's mean, we, date night. It's no, what we do. We, we put the live back and digress. What? And what we're learning now, I think, a lot of discussion about what introvert and extrovert is. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, half the population is introvert and extrovert, but I think there's a gradation of everything. There's oh, a, sure. you know, there's a continuum and there's also variations and even what it means and how psychologically people, mm-hmm. um, uh, respond to it or, uh, grow out of it or grow into it. Mm-hmm. And what the, the discussion doesn't usually, um, include are the cultural components mm. it, it, that we can't just talk about introvert extrovert as being just how it works within this particular culture right that that there are many ways that that plays out and right. even how people understand it but the temperament the, the the two types of temperaments and of course there's many types of temperaments but within that like that's a human trait like no matter where you are it's but how it's perceived and how it plays out is going to be different. You had lived in the States when you were very young. And so mm-hmm. you kind of had some of that growing up. Well, Germany first, really. Right. And then a little uh, in the States. And then the, and G- Germans are, I mean, you know. They, They're they, more reserved. They, they are much more reserved. Yeah. And they don't. As we would say uh, uh, in Japanese, you know, they they're, they don't show show off. It's not showing off, but it's mm-hmm. it meaning being very demonstrative. Yeah, um, well, they 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 will, but it's Germans tend to be very reserved mm-hmm. uh, in a different way from Japanese. Mm-hmm. Americans, Australians, mm-hmm. uh, Canadians are typically, from our pers- meaning, a non-American perspective, would be very. Um, the simple way it would be to say outgoing, but mm. it's really more a mm. very bold I see. sort of... Even Canadians? Yeah. Because I, f- I feel like when I've met people from Australia and the States, I feel it's like it's a very like similar type of extroversion. But I feel like when I've met Canadians, it's not necessarily quite the same. Uh, it probably, I'm sure it's not the same as Australians wouldn't be really the same as Americans, but... No, but there's a level. I guess I was talking about like the level. Uh, from an outsider standpoint, yeah. I, I didn't know that... I don't can't tell the difference between Canadians and Americans. Oh. Today I can, yeah. but not when not growing up. Right. Canadians in Japan to, to me seemed very much... Like Americans, I see. Yeah. Okay. Like Americans. Um, but... And and it's it's not a language thing. It's 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 a real it's a real cultural thing. Yeah. It's also what the expectations are. Like, right. hey, get out there and do that. Right. Uh, but when you moved to Japan, like, so you came from a more well Western perspective, regardless, sort of a mishmash of Western perspective, mm-hmm. and 
Did you have any like snafus as a kid in being an extrovert who had to learn to be an introvert? Well, I don't, again, I don't think that the word introvert and extrovert work the same way. I, I, I don't think I was ever an introvert mm -hmm. uh, or that Japanese society is introvert because I Japanese think. don't, it's like Japanese don't consider themselves Asian. Japanese just are Japanese. Right. I, and, or they don't consider themselves Easterners because they happen to be in the East. Right. You know, they say, you know, we're well, Easterners. Of course, it's funny because the globe is actually round. Yeah, I know, I know. So, <laughs> so, it, it, so the, the word in, the word introvert would be different in Japan. Right, right. Um, but the adjustment, I guess, is what it, it to yeah. it being different and being sort of not okay to be caca. Um, like, was that a difficult transition for you as a kid? Probably was because I've always been. Uh, so my father's, uh, my father's family, mm -hmm. especially the Filipino side. Filipinos are East Asian, mm. but they're very different culturally from mm. Japanese. Mm -hmm. Very different. Filipinos tend to be very gregarious mm -hmm. and very demonstrative. Very, they hug. Mm -hmm. They, 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 they are very inclusive they bring people in they mm. go out of their way to 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 dance and and so that that's filipino culture mm. uh different from japanese so the few years we lived in the united states when i was very little mm. uh was with my um my filipino grandfather oh, right. and with my african-american grandmother right who also was my, my african-american Relatives are, especially in, in South Carolina, Hilton Head. Gola. Yeah, they're very, um, you know, they're very open right. and friendly, and uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of talking over each other, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's a very warm mm -hmm. but lively. Mm -hmm. So you have I had African American and Filipino mm -hmm. when I was very little in the United States, right? And when we went to Japan when I was very little. I still had, I had that in me, mm, but mm. that doesn't work no, in Japan. No, you're right, you're right. I... My first job was when I was 14. There's a lot of bowing, there's a lot of apology, there's a lot of, mm -hmm. um, you know, will you please take mm -hmm. me and, and train me how to. Yeah. Um, and it's very subservient. Americans would see it as a subservient thing. Well, I was just going to say, it's not even just subservient. Like, here in the States, when people do that, it's not even just subservient. Like, people will think you're being insincere. Like, they'll think you're trying oh. to kiss butt. And they're going to think that you... They're going to actually see it as the opposite. Like, oh, look at this guy pretending to be all humble. Oh, like, interesting. Like, it'll actually have actually that. a bad reaction huh. to that. And I think even sometimes I have that reaction because I like reading manga. Mm -hmm. And... In in a lot of the manga, there are these um, these little sidebars where the author talks, uh, well, writes a few things just about what it's like to have the series. And I've actually, in a lot of them, just stopped reading them because they, like, irritate me. They really irritate me. It's like, oh, I'm so grateful. I can't believe this is already episode, th you know, this is already issue three of the manga and blah, blah, blah. And I'm so, I couldn't possibly be so grateful. I'm really a terrible artist and blah, blah, blah. I'm like... 
oh, cut yeah, it out. It's like so very as an, Japanese. Exactly, right? And as an American, I'm like, oh, cut it out. You know you're good, so just stop it. When I left my first job, I was mm-hmm. a... Um, Worked at a supermarket, mm-hmm. basically packing bags and stocking, things mm-hmm. like that. There's this whole routine that you go through. Mm. And the translation would be something like, I'm sorry for having been such a difficult member of this team. But the typical American boss would see that as being so insincere. That's really interesting. I never even really thought about it. They would look at you and be like, what the heck? They'd be like searching your like your boxes on the way out. What is he stealing? You know, like Oh, interesting. Like it's like it just so that would just be seen as so insincere. Yeah. Like literally insincere. Which means I I, I was very difficult. And Uh, if you were, you still wouldn't say it. Here in the States. No. Because it would be like, and that's why I'm, you know, it's like, so we are parting ways and we both know why we're parting mm. ways. Gotta go peace out. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or actually more like F you. Don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. Yeah. I that would irritate a... me. Wow. That would really annoy me. Huh. Maybe I'm weird. Date nighters, you'll have to you'll have to weigh in on this one because if if somebody was coming to me all like, oh, you know, especially like a good worker and they've been a, a fine employee and everything's been great and they're just moving on and like, oh, I'm so sorry, I was such a difficult person to work with. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I wish I could. Like, how would you feel about that, date nighters? I mean, like, would you really think that this person was being sincere? I mean, I guess I'd have to know whether or not the person was from japan so i could process it you know but you know i just i but you didn't understand um and actually i didn't either like when i'm in a structured situation i do much better and so if we would go to a party or something where it was an unstructured social situation like i did not know how to cope some days i still don't know how to cope with that kind of situation well when we were younger when we were dating yeah We'd go to parties, and sometimes I had to finish your sentences, which some people thought was just like, this cute couple like this, thing. Yeah, you know, or mansplaining or whatever, but it wasn't. <laughs> I would just like literally freeze. <laughs> I'd be like, uh. You know, but but like when that book came out, what was it called? Quiet is the name of the book. I forget who the author is. Um, and it's funny cause I, I didn't actually read the book. Um, although it sounds interesting, what I did was I heard all the news coverage about it where they were talking about like the features of being an introvert. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's me. Wait, that, that's me. That, that's me. And the whole idea of being not that you're shy necessarily, but that for an extrovert being with people gives them energy. And for an introvert being with a lot of people takes energy. Oh, right. And I thought that was really profound from my personal experience because that's what would happen. Like I could be with a couple of friends and be, and be okay, but put me in a party and I'm like exhausted falling asleep in the car on the way home. Not because, you know, I drank too much, but because like, like I'm just, I'm enervated. And I would, I developed this like strategy, um, in the middle of a party whether it's once or sometimes twice, depending on how long the party is, going to the bathroom, even if I don't have to go to the bathroom, like just to go to the bathroom so I could be there for a few minutes by myself because I needed to recharge. I then had these little strategies that I learned how to use, right? So for example, 
And I don't even know if I made this explicit or if I just started doing it. You can tell me if you knew that I was doing this. Like, so we'd go into a party and I'd like stick with you for a certain amount of time. And we'd go around from person to person until I found one other person to glom onto. And then I'd stick with that person for a little while until we met someone else. And then I could glom onto that person for a little. So it's like this little like transport system that the only way <laughs> that I got to like meet more than one person at a party was if I started with you and then at some point just sort of kept talking to somebody you while you went somewhere. using me. Right. And then I'd use that person until we entered another group and then if if somebody started peeling away i would usually keep talking to one of them like so this i was this is how this you little... get like a a probe slingshot through the solar system so really? it can go further yeah i was thinking i was much more like a you know a little parasite or something you know on the <laughs> on the back of a shark but that's okay yeah sure we'll, the, we'll say that yeah <laughs> and f- well from a relationship standpoint it makes it it makes it a kind of an experiment really in mm-hmm. in how couples adapt to each other's mm-hmm. uh personalities mm-hmm. that over time mm-hmm. you've changed mm-hmm. over time I've changed mm-hmm. and that we're we're each adapting to those changes and we're also helping each other accommodate uh be accommodated well it's sort of like when two atoms are right next to each other and they start sharing electrons Mm. then next thing you know one electron comes from across the universe because it's this whole quantum thing and you don't even know where that came from so you jettison it until you've got your own electrons again but then you lost an electron somewhere and you got to get it back and i'm sorry yes you had me on electron I you know I I I don't know if because extrovert introvert is all on a continuum. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, any like everything. Category is so really... if if it's if you were saying earlier that one of the attributes is introverts start to get exhausted when mm. they're with large groups of people, mm. and extroverts are the opposite. Um, I agree with that because I do really well in big crowds. I know you do. And, <laughs> and you, you would, you would always have to drive at parties because you leave the party and you're like woohoo, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and also, I would, I would fall. Do you remember how often I would fall asleep in the car? <laughs> yeah, I know. And also, uh, as an actor, a mm-hmm. stage actor. Yeah. I do really well with crowds, mm. particularly if I'm if it's unscripted. Mm. If it's unscripted, I do even better with crowds. Well, I can give I can give talks like professionally. I give a lot of talks. That's right. And I actually see, but that's a structured but, situation. Oh, so that goes back to what you said earlier. Right. It's a structured situation. Right. What if it was not? Well, there are various levels of structure. So at this point now, if I know kind of what I'm supposed to talk about, I can talk from an outline. Mm-hmm. Um, but also then, yes, it does depend a little on who I'm with because if I am around a group of people who have very low barriers and are like doing acting exercises together, like I'm all over that, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, yeah. Yeah. What about right now? 
Um, well, so right now, I don't perceive that I'm with a crowd because we're recording it and the crowd comes later. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're all right right now. Choo. Choo. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on Date Night. If you enjoy our show, please rate it and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between? Do you choo? (laughs) We'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page, Date Night with Barbara and Taya. Or, well, I should say, and you can find us on Instagram at Our Date Night. Until Until next time. time.